Hello and welcome to the official episode of the All Rounders podcast with myself, Pila Sanders Sikaba, and of course my co-host, all the way from Bishops in Cape Town, <laughs> from uh, Western Province <laughs> Schools, from Alliance, from uh, uh, Jersey Stars, um, Zanzi Super League winner with the Jersey Stars, and of course the Northwest Dragons professional cricketer Nono Bongolo. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we're gonna do this every week, this introduction. This is this is a standard introduction every week. What's happening, not? Yeah, all good, but yo, yeah. what a week. Um, yeah, for some of us, um, you, you had a birthday, not? Don't say for some. Of, you had a birthday. How was the birthday? Yeah, uh, like we we said um, the other time um, when you're coaching nowadays, it, it clashed with a four days of um, of being a coach. Yeah. So it's not much of a birthday, and uh, I always say. When you get past your thirties, <laughs> it's no longer. It's no longer about. There's nothing uh, to celebrate. No, no, it's just no. another year. Yeah, but also, the recovery time is less now. No, but it depends on recovery time. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, okay, okay, that's perfect. It depends. That's perfect. Of course, we're not alone on the podcast because I know uh, all these people see us, but we've got a fantastic production crew led by Sia and Lunga. Awesome, 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 gentlemen. Uh, they do a lot of work behind the scenes to try and make this a possibility and a reality. So shout out to them. We must also say AKA Nak Music. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 No comment. Yeah. Are, are you are you are you taking this Nak Music? Thing? In my good dialogue, watch you. Like uh, I've, I've I've had this all my life. Okay. Ever since the dude blew up. All right. Uh, my generations. Like good dialogue, you. Like say hello, fun on Nak. Yeah. And sometimes I go with it. I say like he's my cousin. Yeah, or, or your brother. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no brother. Brother's too close. <laughs> okay. Cousin. <laughs> Just it. Okay. 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 No, let's just get into it because I mean it's a, it's a it was a big week, big weekend in the sporting world, and and I think the great place to start is the women's FIFA Women's World Cup uh, final where Spain beat England in that final. I think one thing that I picked up from that final is how Spain were 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 on point in their tactics. They identified England's possibility in terms of their threats and and quickly nullified them. I mean, Lauren James coming back yeah. after that suspension was big for England, yeah. but not a lot of influence in that final. So I thought it was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a great conclusion to uh, a FIFA Women's World Cup that brought a lot of, of, of surprises and, mm -hmm. and proper football that yeah. was played. I mean, the, the African team's performances throughout the World Cup was, was exemplary. Morocco, mm. uh, Nigeria, and, and, and of course, Banyana Banyana doing so well in that tournament. It just speaks to how women's sport, particularly when it comes to global events like World Cups, just goes through the roof every time. Yeah, I mean, you're spot on there in terms of, um, I think we just recently had the netball. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the Football World Cup now is um, just concluded. And, I mean, we had uh, the uh, Cricket World Cup yeah. in South Africa as well. I mean, every one of those finals, it's almost like reaching new heights. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's what's exciting. I think that's where, um, I mean, and, of course, the, the prize money now is being... It's you know, it's being shared exactly yeah. the same as what uh, um, the men's would be getting in the event. So it's it's a, it's really good to see, I think, how women's sport has grown. Yeah. And also in terms of how professional it is. I mean, obviously, South Africa is on its way when we're being specific to, to ourselves. But to have seen the performances, the first 
um, South African team to get past um, the group stages yeah. to the to 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 the knockout. Um, Coach Desre did a fantastic job there. So that's what I, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying um, to see. I mean, we've got the Protes women's team that did well, and of course now we had um, the, the the Banyana Banyana team. So yeah, I think it's, it just speaks about investment. I mean, yeah. we have to carry on investing in uh, in women's sports in this country spe specifically because when you look at Spain, you look at England, yeah. we're talking now about powerhouses that mm. are professional. We're talking yeah. about powerhouses now. Like I mean, you mentioned um, James there. I mean, she, her skill set for for starters. Yeah. I mean, she, she's one of the elite uh, players out there. I mean, I think it was five assists one yep. of the one of the one of the games. So that's what's exciting for me to 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 have seen how it's grown. It's almost yeah. each event. I mean, the netball was epic. Yeah. Um. So that's what's nice, and uh, the more more investment will be great. And then, of course, when you're having finals like that, um, it certainly attracts even more um, you know, sponsors uh, to come on board. And 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 I know from a cricket point of view here in South Africa, there's going to be a launch of a, a professional mm. women's league tomorrow, mm. uh, Tuesday. So that's that's great strides from um, the professionalization of cricket in South Africa point of view, where women's cricket now is getting uh, the fair share of of the noticeability, the the resources that the men enjoy. Because I mean, we the the men have enjoyed. All the resources for such a long time, um, whether it's rugby, cricket, yeah. uh, football in this country and, and globally as well. So it's great to see those strides being made from a, a global point of view, but also from a local point of view here in South Africa, um, especially in the cricket space. So hopefully some of the, the, the other federations can, can sort of go and, and make the women's game more professionalized and i know the the bulls are doing very yeah, well yeah, with yeah. with um you know the bulls daisies now having professional contracts the yeah. only yeah. um you know women's rugby side in south africa to have professional contracts so that's it's it's just you know a tip of the iceberg of what the potential yes. of women's <clears throat> sport can be globally and of course in south africa and i mean i think we need to emphasize the point there's just not, it's, it's beyond also um, what it provides. I mean, you look yeah. at our country with 30% unemployment, yeah. especially in the youth, what that means, that means there's other avenues for young South Africans to have a career path. And of course, being a professional athlete, a female professional athlete, yeah. some of them are what teachers yeah. during the day yeah then they have to career. go practice i mean we've got a doctor here at yeah. the lions yeah. and also still playing cricket so i think what's important as well is the, the career paths that um, now are being created yeah. by professionalizing these sports and paying women athletes really well is that they can actually also focus on what they are um doing and love and uh, and of course um hopefully from the grassroots level as well we can attract more and more um, young girls who are interested in taking um, that path into yeah. uh, being, a, being a professional athlete. So that's what is exciting for me. The fact that uh, there's been in more, more investment. Momentum, of course, has been massive yeah. when it comes to the Proteus women's side. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, it's funny enough, they left <laughs> the men's side and, yeah. um, you know, they were sponsoring the, yeah. the domestic game, yeah. but uh, ended up picking the, the you know, the, 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 the Proteus yeah. women's side and 
there's been a lot of momentum on that side as well. <laughs> no pun intended. No, so I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, I, I want to move on to the Premier League, and I don't know if I don't know if Lunga has the clip of us uh, discussing the possibility of what this past weekend was going to be, uh, because I, I remember you asked me Man United's prospects. What did I say? And Postecoglou. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> Do you know what's funny about these things? Last week, I want to I want to get this out of the yes. way. Um, United in the second half, we have to be upfront. Was yeah. was a terrible second half. Yeah. But um, for me, the game was there for grabs in the first half. But what what was disappointing for me is what happened actually a week before that. Yes. When yes, that Wolves moment where they could have got that penalty in that last moment. How yeah. the whole world. <laughs> Well, like, no, must get rid of this ref, dude. Okay, United, penalty shots, <laughs> all these things, everyone clock. Eh? There's, when it comes to United, you can see, you, could see your, you know, in your... In your what? Head, United hurt you, you know, you're just watching United. I love performs. United. It, so it, you can it, see, you no see everyone gangs up on United. I'm seeing an Arsenal shirt. Yeah, I'd, rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather have United than Arsenal. Yeah, well, we, we are, I'd rather have United. We agree on that one, <laughs> but my my point is, you know, it's it's last week. I want to say this: it yeah. was it was as much as people make mistakes and all that stuff. But for me, it wasn't nice to hear people basically gunning for the refs. And the fact that for me, they got rid of them this mm. week. What work environment is it? Yeah, but what working environment is? It? Yes, there must be consequences, yeah, yeah. but like to get rid. Now imagine a ref fifty-fifty call. Yeah, he's not going to make it now. Yeah. Because now he's scared of potentially what could happen the following week. The following week. Yeah. Because now there's a we're following what uh, everyone is voicing their opinions yeah. on Twitter. Is that the the work environment that you want to be in and kind of um, you know having your reps because it is hard. I mean, we always say no one wants to be an umpire. Yes. No kid wakes up and say I want to be an umpire in the future. Yeah. It's, it's it's you know it's a the, passion job. You know, yeah. and there are there are consequences of course because yeah. the Premier League is watched by. Billions, of, billions people. of people. Yeah. But like if there are gonna be repercussions like that for people that are trying their level best, yeah. for me that was disappointing. But I won't move away from the point obviously saying United were terrible in the second half. Yeah. Um and at the moment, yeah, it seems like Ten Hag has got a lot lot of work yeah. to figure out. But it starts for me with a number nine. I I can't I said it last time, I said I can't keep seeing Rashford up front yeah like and uh, and the boy still needs time yeah. i think if you're going to buy Canacho for for all that i'm uh, sorry uh sancho yeah you got to give him opportunity to start yeah. um so yeah that's just a starting point but um yeah still a lot of work but again as a man united fan you can always tell when chelsea lose <laughs> when chelsea lose Everyone we're again. Getting, we're getting to Chelsea. Quiet. We're getting to Chelsea. Why are you jumping the gun? I'm, I'm gonna. Get, I, I've got a lot of. I'm loaded, man. Yeah, I'm I can loaded. see. I can see you're ticking. <laughs> but what I what I notice about United, and I think it's a fair point that you mentioned the the a lack of a quality striker up front yeah. to 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 be a proper goal poacher. But I I I see United's biggest problem in midfield where. Maybe your defensive midfield uh, needs a little bit of a, a, a restructure in terms of its role because Wolves, by evidence of the Wolves match yeah, and yeah, the Tottenham yeah, match, yeah, yeah. where 
Sa and and uh, Yves Bissouma was were running ragged in that midfield, mm. and and there's nothing there's nothing there's no buffer to protect your Martinez, your Varans, yeah. and and your defenders at the back. That's where I think United's biggest problem is 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 at is is a good defensive midfielder. Casemiro is great, but he probably doesn't have the legs that he probably had maybe five years ago at Madrid, where he can go box to box. Um, and 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 sweep and 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 clean balls up at the back yeah. and get them back for for the more attacking minded players like your Bruno Fernandes. But for me, that's where I think United's biggest problem is a defensive midfielder. I'll say midfield, not defensive, because if he's gonna be isolated all the time, yeah, that's what. I mean, you can't defend against two, three other midfielders. Yeah. So there is responsibility on Bruno's side, on Mason Mount as to well. To get back. To, to get back and assist. And of course, um, to work that combination, we know that uh, Ten Hag last season used Ericsson, yeah. um, Casemiro, and uh, obviously Bruno. And what's important now is that Mount needs to obviously come to the party I because as much as I love it as much as as much as much as oh, Ericsson we, everyone is saying Ericsson didn't have the legs yeah. and the reason obviously Mount has been brought in is that he's got the legs but at least you had a bit of control when yeah. Ericsson was in the field in yeah. terms of retention the ball, ball retention yeah. obviously um, moving it around which is important but right now it feels at times he finds himself way too high so he is getting used to Ten Hag's ways yeah. but um, like I said earlier it's almost like at United, the expectations are always higher. Um, the guy must come in immediately. It takes time. Yeah, it's a big club. It's a, all clubs are big, Chief, but obviously no, Chelsea, others are bigger than others. Chelsea's, we know that. Chelsea, eh? Chelsea by, by United standards, is a very small club. Yeah, but you've spent a billion in two seasons. Okay. What is it, brother? <laughs> eh? When last did you win a Champions League? Eh? When last did you win a Champions League? Not? When last? Yeah. Uh, 2000 and... What is it? 2008. When last did Chelsea win a Champions League? You've won two in this hey, last Come game. on! Done, nah. Come okay. on! When was the last time you won a trophy? It's been a while. Okay. It's there only been, what, two or three seasons? <laughs> it's only been two or three seasons, though. What mine has been last season. And, and that's why I love the fact that we've given you Mount, so that you can see how useless that kid is. No, you, you, you see, uh, you, that's why United, generally, the, it's always with the banter. <laughs> It's a banter club because, again, you were hurt by United growing up, watching all those years. And it comes up on social media. You get to see it. I think you get to see it. But what's important for me is, is, is obviously when you watch Tottenham, I yeah. think the most important part is a coach has come in, implemented his methods, and you can really see it. Yes. Um, and then you go to Mauricio there. Yes, it didn't work out this week, yeah. but last week what was good is yes. that you could kind of already see what he's the looking identity, to do. Yeah. Ateta, it took a bit of time, yes. but you see it. Yeah. I think Tanag is under pressure because what you're seeing is not quite matching of United at the moment. Yeah. Expectation yeah. of the style United should be playing. Yeah. That's been the disappointing part for me yeah, is yeah. the performance more than the result. Because, yeah. again, you're not going to win the league in, t in two games. No. But in terms of how you're looking to play, like you're saying, we're seeing massive gaps in yeah. midfield. Now it's asking a lot of questions. If you're being run, outrun, outmuscled yeah. by Wolves, what's going to happen when the bigger boys start yeah. arriving? I mean, I'm not going to count Tottenham. Yeah. Um, there were opportunities there. Um, I still question our front line in terms of 
um, you know, missing opportunities. Yeah. Because there are opportunities that United had. There were opportunities that United had. Yeah. But like, if you're not going to take those moments, obviously then when a good team like Tottenham Comes scores around. one, yeah. now you start chasing the game. Mm. It opens up more gaps. Now it becomes, you know, even even worse. So yeah. that's where for me it's, that's why I said Andy Andy Mfunu Rashford up front. You know, he, we... We, if Martial is the only fit um, nine, Forward. play him. Like um, I'll rather play him because at least he 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 gives us that um, focal point, yeah. which it seems lacking at the moment. Um, so that way, kind of what I'll be hoping for. I think mm-hmm. this coming week, but I think the most important part, the performances have been disappointing, and it, that needs to change. Yeah, that's that's true. I think my my biggest frustration with with Chelsea, and it's it's. It's actually not a frustration because I understand where the team is in terms of how it's set up. There's a lot of youngsters. It's very young. I mean, there was a stat on on, on yesterday where Lucas Paqueta was uh, one of the older players in the... Oh, no, the youngest player in the the West Ham team, and he was 26. There were eight players in Chelsea's squad that were younger than Lucas Paqueta. So uh, when you look at it in context of how you know Chelsea's prospects are for this season when you have such a young team you expect performances like the one against West Ham where you create all the chances you have all the ball you score one goal and then you sort of struggle to yeah. to to replicate that and 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 really bury teams because you don't have that pedigree you don't have that experience um and Enzo doesn't have the experience of um, a James Ward-Prowse, for example, where he knows where to be, how to be, how to create, um, how to give a pass crucially to Antonio. And, and for Antonio to finish the way that he finishes, it's, it takes time. And, and I think from evidence for two, for two games, I think that's where Chelsea's biggest Achilles heel is going to be this season, his experience. I, I do agree about the nine situation. Um, because at Ch- with Chelsea, you would have thought, yes, it's a new project, right? But in a new project, you need a, like a gun nine to kind yeah. of help you in that process. Yeah. Because yes, you've, you you can have younger fullbacks, younger midfield. Yeah, you've got the experience of Thiago Silva yeah. at the back. Experience Premier League goalkeeper, so you, I mean, Caicedo now yeah. with Enzo, Enzo still new in the Premier League. There's a good spine there, yes, but you know, keeper, um, center back, midfield, yeah, but your nine, yeah, your nine is not like you, you got him out of you know, um, La Liga, yeah. like Real Madrid, yeah. were, were after him, yeah, it's like okay, he's a good, he's a, he's a good nine, yeah. but like he's not a great nine, yeah. and that's where for me. Chelsea have always been good. I mean, we know Didier Drogba, yes. Lampard, John Terry, Anelka. Peter Czech. I was Ambala no Anelka. There's an Arsenal guy who's <laughs> also going to count Anelka. But I'm saying Anelka. your spine is good until you get to your nine where yeah. who's going to buy you, you know, those goals, especially in a, in a, in a, in a, in a young project. So yes. um, that's where, for me, I think there's going to be a pressure on Jackson to yeah. obviously find ways to get the goods. Sterling is looking good yeah. under Mauricio at the moment. So hopefully that also carries Jackson, on. Yeah. But I'll say, mate, I'm going to go back to when Pogba was playing for United. People wanted assists. <laughs> People wanted goals. goals. Yep. 
wanted big moments. Mm-hmm. You can't hide on Enzo now. No. You can't hide on Casado. No. That needs to that needs to happen. So you can't just say, "Ah, oh, he's young. He's doing this." They need to produce because those were the standard what yeah. Pogba had to do week in week out. If he didn't create, assist, score, it was There's like a it's a six written. out of ten for Pogba. <laughs> you a know? So written. that's also important. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just to 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 you can't hide. You you cannot hide now and say, "Now nah, we just got uh, a, a a young project and it's just gonna it's gonna expect the ups and downs yeah. this season." Um, I want to talk injuries to <laughs> some some key players in, in the Premier League. I mean, Kevin De Bruyne, um, massive, massive, incredible loss to Manchester City. Um, he looks to be out for for yeah, several months with yeah. an ACL, so that's that's big. But how 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 do injuries impact teams, particularly from a, a Premier League point of view? I I know. Let's focus probably on Manchester City and how tight knit of a squad they they Pep yeah. Guardiola enjoys to use in a Premier League season. So he probably he probably would use about twenty five to twenty three players in a Premier League season. So he he stretches out his resources as as much as he, as he possibly can, but keeping it very tight. So yeah. one injury of that magnitude sort of impacts how you know he, he sort of wants to. To 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 sort of line up the season because yeah. now he has to look elsewhere to create goals and score goals from for from the absence of of a Kevin De Bruyne. Especially we know that combination, Kevin yeah. De Bruyne, Erling Haaland yeah. is 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 ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a starting point. But the interesting part is I watched an interview before the Burnley game. Yeah, and. As captain now of Man City, um, uh, Kevin De Bruyne he said, "Hey, I don't think I'm fit yeah. to play, but the coach is backing me to play this week, and he played." Yeah. Twenty-six minutes into the game, subbed off. Gone. Now he's out for what four or five months, and I'm thinking, yo, as a player, I'm like, coach, what have you done? <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah. it. Let's be honest, it is on Pep yes. because he's the one who made that decision. To play, to play. Them. because Kevin was. I mean, even watching at the time, um, the some of the um, the, uh, the pundits at the time was like, "Yo, that's quite a, a very honest interview." Yeah. Saying, "I'm not fit. I don't think I should be playing." But, but the coach, the coach wants said, me to play. and and obviously it's led to a massive injury. Um, but again, that's why uh, is it Paqueta Paqueta yeah. from West Ham now has been touted for. I mean, I think he's got an 88 million pounds yeah. release clause there's no way west ham is not uh, going to let them go for anything lower than that that pos- possibly 200 million made yeah. by west ham yeah. in a space of uh, a couple of months so there's a potential that's the guy they've been looking at so it's of course every injury is 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 is, is massive especially when one of your star players yeah but i think as well man city is such a well old machine man mm. um it's i mean it's it's more minutes to someone else, mm. and at the same time as well, Upep. The reason why Upep, as well, likes a small squad because it's Mister Tinker. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get the same lineup every, every week, week. Yeah, which also it frustrates players. Yeah, but like at the same time, he, re- he manages his squad yeah. um, really well, and he's got quality throughout that yeah. squad. So that's it's it's a it's a good and a bad thing in a way mm. because we, they they don't have. 
11 gun players and 12 average players. Yes. They've got a squad of 23, 25, quality. So of quality. Yeah. I mean, makes a mockery on most benches when you when you look at that bench sometimes. You're like, this how, is, how, how is this, this legal? <laughs> how is this legal? How, how are these guys sitting on the bench? It, it, you, know, you know, so, and most of them would, I mean, Alvarez now is starting, which is, which is good. Last yeah. season, he spent his time on the bench, yeah. coming off the bench, replacing Haaland. Now they're playing together. Mm. Um, so, that's what Pep does. Um, but eventually, I think most players get tired of the constant rotation. Yeah. That's why Abba Sterling left. Um, you know, that's why uh, Arsenal, the, 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 the striker, the Brazilian, also had to leave. Yeah. Uh, Jesus um, had to leave because he was like, you know, you're constantly just uh, feeding off scraps. Yeah. You know, whereas you just want to be, go and go to a team that finds you important, central to, mm. to, to, to that project. Interesting. Staying on that, staying on that yeah. um, what did you guys think of Phil Foden um, this, this weekend as a filler to, to Kevin De Bruyne? I think he's got... I think Foden, um, he, the, that Kevin De Bruyne role is probably his best role because when, you, when he drifts out wide, mm-hmm. yes, he still has the quality, but when he's coming more centrally, he has, he's got more license that he can roam around so he can find himself on the yeah. left or the right or centrally. That freedom Yo. just makes him even more yeah. of a threat to any side. And I think that's that's where actually um, Foden and, and City are going to get the best out of him, where he, he's got that free role. Yeah. He's not restricted to just coming off the right or the left. Um, mm-hmm. He can come centrally as well, as like Kevin De Bruyne does. So I think that's it's a, it's a perfect, like Nons is saying, it's a, it's a perfect sort of, um, replacement because there's quality all around in the squad and not just one player. Do you know what? It's interesting. You just said replacement and that kid could go into it, any it, Premier League side <laughs> and be starts. a regular starter. Start, yeah. And that just like, that's been what's been boggling me at, at Man City. It's like, when is this boy going to be like, Pep, I, I need more starts yeah. because he's been like in and out, in and out. And every time he's, those crazy moments you're looking at like, there's so much talent yeah. that's still going to come out yeah. of this boy. Um, and like you said, like it feels like I mean he's been amazing on the on the wings, yeah. you know, either right or left. But like when you think now he's roaming in the midfield and you're like, yo, yo. the chaos he, he's gonna create because like he's got like world. Um, generally, with the English, you try to be conservative yeah. when it comes to the world class type of players yeah. because you know they they go crazy. Yeah. But like he's that n- next level yeah. hurricane type of yeah. vibe, you know, when it comes to to him. So that's what I like about him. Mm. And it's scary to almost like Kevin is not around and then here comes uh, Phil, Foden. Phil Foden. And and that I think is 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 what makes the the the, the Man City squad uh, amazing. Yeah. And what's also Man City don't do loans, guys. No. You know, like, good projects. I'm sure they'll go and find no. a guy that, I mean, Akanji is just another, like, one of those things. Uh, 13 million, 14 million yeah. from Dortmund. And you're like, who is this guy? City. And then, boom. Big watch. Yeah. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> now you're like, yo. You know, so yeah. I'm sure they go, they'll go somewhere yeah. and find, if this uh, Paqueta deal doesn't work out, find another random somewhere. Yeah. And um, ended up, um, you know, Pep doing his matches. I think that's basically how Pep gets his um, credentials yeah. because he's got that. I mean, the football that they play is not really matched by anyone. Arsenal, Crystal Palace tonight. Yeah, I think. 
the, the most important part, ne? <laughs> about this weekend. So you I was like, be careful. So, 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 Man City beat, uh, beat Newcastle. So I was like, okay, yeah. the teams around me, you know, it's 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 happening. Yes. <laughs> so you lost because I was obviously disappointed yeah. with my weekend. I was yeah. thinking, oh, I can't yeah, have yeah. Uh, you know Chelsea yes. winning. Newcastle already yes. lost. Those are the games that I watch. Yeah. The teams that are I'm yeah. going to be around me. So tonight. Salutata, Ubaba, you must do the, the Lord's work there. Hodgson must do the so Lord's Roy, work. If you're watching this, please. You <laughs> must the do Lord's the Lord's work, work there. <laughs> He's definitely watching. Now, and, and that's the thing, though, because, like you say, Nons, it's, it becomes uh, like we were saying last week um, in, in that sort of pilot episode that we shot is that you look, you look at the, the, the possibility of who's making the top four. So you, you sort of now look at who's. Because one is almost guaranteed. You can almost say Brighton that... Brighton is creating havoc. Yes. We got it, yeah. So then you look at... Then you look at... Three, four, and five. Or two, three, four, and five. It's two, Baba. Yeah. From two, <laughs> three, four, and five. That's where you look now where guys will finish and, and which teams will do what uh, and, and, and how well they'll do. So I think that's a, it's a great point to, 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 to sort of highlight is... The race is basically for the top, the the the, the last three places in in yeah. the league's top four. Because now, if if Arsenal do um, a really good job, uh, they have a very good start to the Premier League. Yeah. You sort of elevate them, and you say, okay, maybe they can challenge for the the top two places yeah. uh, and eventually finish second. It's what's been interesting in Premier League is like. There's always obviously that runaway, which is Man City, and Arsenal has been that team now that's constant at, at well not constant has just managed that too. And then there seems to be the three, four, four five, five, six competing for yeah. those other slots. So I think it's important that United, Tottenham, Chelsea don't allow Arsenal to run away yes. early because you kind of already know that City will be there thereabouts. Brighton, mm. of course, if they carry on. In the form that they've started, I think will create an issue for the top six, seven sides mm. in terms of those matchups um, when they happen. So, which is which is important. But like, you can't afford to have back-to-back losses yep. anymore. Um, you, you know, United now just think about that penalty not uh, going. Um, you know, if that penalty happened, it could have been two losses again. Yeah. And there would have been even more pressure. Uh, pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, because I was looking at the log um, last night and thinking, okay. Three points, but United are twelfth. Um, it's 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 not bad. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of a couple of teams on six, couple of teams on four, and then there's a lot of teams on three. You know, so yeah, and without we McAllister one, as well, yeah. uh, McAllister red cards that could be interesting for mm. a team that's already depleted yeah. uh, midfield, and hopefully that's not more than the two two games banned there. So yeah, it's 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 it started well. But like um, those, the two weeks left before that international break are going to be interesting um, because you can't afford to 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 fall behind. To slip down, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it's interesting. Uh, PSL also DSTV Premiership was on this weekend. Mm. Um, I need to be careful also because I think there's there's uh, Kaiser Chiefs supporters in 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 the house here. <laughs> Is but he you lost, Chief. Is he proudly? <laughs> <laughs> See that you lost. Chief. 
I know it's a terrible start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when has it ever been a good start? <laughs> I think when Mirndorp was that was the last good season that we had. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 been terrible. But I mean, I'm trying to give Umile Fenzegi uh, a chance. Um, judging from what was the game we won? The one game. <laughs> You have to think. You have to think about when was the last time you won. <laughs> when last did you win a game? No, but like you can see, promise. Like you can see what he's trying to cook. You know. Yeah. Um. Granted, even Lena was a was a mistake by Peterson. Yes. You know. So yeah, I mean, it's it's just a matter of like the players being switched on and yeah. getting their concentration. Uh. But yeah, I feel like we we do have a chance if we can get it together. Yeah. I want to ask you this: Are South African fans patient? You see, that's the thing. Indometer Chiefs is that, like, um, the fact that, like, we, we all have big ex- high expectations, you know, uh, for the club. So mm. that's what's causing the demise now is that, like, when they get there on the pitch, it's like they have to perform every time. But, like, now we're in a rebuilding phase. Yeah. So, it's rebuilding. Z2 is project. It's more like... Ours is different. Ours rebuilding projects. It's different. Chelsea's one's different to Chiefs. Yeah, that's wild. Chiefs and Chelsea are very different. Very different. That's wild. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a matter of like just just trying to give. But like, yeah, that, to your point, like we we we're not patient. And I mean, also yeah. in terms of like trying to give uh, the 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 coach a chance, trying to give the players yeah, a chance, yeah, yeah. you know. So and like also, it doesn't help the fact that Sundowns can just grab any player that they want. Yeah. And all the players want to go to Sundowns. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, man, like it's it's. <coughs> It's a slippery slope when it comes to Chiefs. My, my thing is, well, before you get there, Nons, and, and I agree with Sia because I think that fan pressure also tra- sort of translates into how the, the management of Chiefs is because they also grow impatient because they know that there's um, a, a, an extraordinary demand from their fan base. Yeah. Um, and that's why you see, I feel like that's why you see so many chopping of changing in, yeah. in coaches, particularly recently. I mean, I don't remember Chiefs going through so many ch- coaches in such a short space of time um, that I've watched Chiefs. And, and that goes back into the 90s. I mean, we had like proper coaches yeah. that stayed for a very long time at Chiefs. Um, but now you've gone through... Uh, Who's Just that one. guy? Who's Solinas. You've yeah. gone through um, Arthur. You've gone through uh, Steve. You've gone through Baxter twice. twice. Hunt. You've mm. gone through Middendorp. You've gone through Hunt. Now mm. it's it's Mulefinzeki. And 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 that's the 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 biggest problem also is because now there's no you don't get a settled coaching staff that backs players that come through the circle yes there's a big recruitment drive in the off season and it kind of looks like every season now there's a big recruitment drive from a chief's point of view yeah. so i think that's where the biggest thing as well is how are they managed yeah. how much how much patience how much backing does emole finzeki get and arthur's wanna get all the coaches that yeah. come into the hot seat at, at kaiser chiefs yeah. at dylan shepherd how do they get the confidence to say Guys, we're giving you four years, yeah. hypothetically. In year four, we we need to have won something. Or in year three, or if it comes earlier, great. Yeah. But we're looking at year four or year three yeah. to actually bear fruits of this project that we are cooking. I'm going to wear my coaching hat right now and say, 
you know I always speak about the process. Yeah. And and like I mentioned earlier, Ateta was it, it took them time. And it's so important. I remember as well, I mean, as a player here at the DPO Lions when Enoch came back as yeah. well. Um basically it was the same group of players that yeah. finished last um in fifty over competition, didn't do well in the four day stuff. Yeah. T twenty also wasn't great. And he literally came in and implemented we're gonna work hard, put in structure, yeah. and he did that. And like you said, he said by year three he had a three year contract at the time. And he said by year three, I expect us to win trophies. Yeah. Year two, I'm hoping that we'll be competing. Yeah. Year one, let's get in let's get used to my methods. Yes. Let's get used to what I demand of you. And everyone was like, Okay, we're gonna work hard, we bought in. Guess what happened that first year? Four trophies were won. Where so now a f- a three years, so what was meant to be a three year project all of a sudden happened in one in year. One, yeah, so yeah. that's important as well to make people understand that th- when we sometimes we use processes and people, oh, it's cliche, yeah. but it's important to realize that yes, Unseiki is not coming from outside, outside yeah. because he was the technical um, director, director yeah. at Kaiser Chiefs. He's moving into the coach's head coach seat. Yeah. He's obviously implementing, he's obviously had to get rid of. Um, some of maybe the ways that were they were previously previously um, 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 maybe they were playing how they were playing how they were training and implementing his own ways at the same time yes that head coach is yeah. still part of um, the the you know the coaching stuff so those things also also take time and that's why I asked the the, the question earlier Guti would the fans be because is that also being communicated to the fans yeah because. If that's also not being communicated, because then there's that expectation, Chiefs are Chiefs, whereas that's not the process. uh, That's not part of their journey at the moment to be maybe competing and winning everything. Um, So it's important to realize that, you know, it it, it does take time. And and of course, um, the confidence that the players um, get right now is important. If the fans now start turning, you all, I mean, it might be a little bit of confidence that they're running with. And now you eating it up for booing, yeah. um, you know. They were um, throwing stuff at Muleki Finzeki on the weekend, yeah. which was which, which is always disappointing to see because. Um, but I think I, I get the, the the sentiment from the fans as well, and, and it's something that you mentioned a little bit earlier on is a, is it's a performance thing rather than the result. Mm. Um, I think a lot of Chiefs fans are disappointed in how the team performs. Yeah rather than the result yeah. okay ts galaxy you almost expect to win against ts galaxy but it's not easy it's not given yeah but you can perform a yes. certain way that yes. gives fans yes. an, an encouraging yes. sort of outlook on on the performance yes we lost but how did we perform yes. we performed well enough that we could have won that game possibly yes. or it was a bad performance and and that's why we deserve to to lose that game so i think that's the sentiment yes. that i'm getting from a lot of chiefs fans is that they're more frustrated about the the performances of the club rather than the results i still want to add there's social media has changed the game the game yeah because all of us now we we hate the banter more than <laughs> the the like like I take the loss and I'm 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 annoyed. But yeah. like if I'm gonna go to my socials 
and I'm seeing uh, are United. United. <laughs> uh, it like eats you up, yeah. even, you know. So and then I think that also now you you tired because being called the Joker Club, yeah. And you now it's like you want that performance, yeah. So you now start putting pressure because it's it's also because social media has also become this weird space yeah. where you know people obviously voice their their their, their opinions, yeah. but it quickly now t- can be targeted towards you know to players players yeah. and all that stuff which is, is 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 tough because i mean i mean in the past you wouldn't see it yeah. yes in terms of people phoning on the radios yeah. and all that stuff you vo- you voice but now it's more direct yeah. to the club's page you have to access players, to it you know so that's also difficult because yeah. no one likes losing but um yeah it's 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 just that banter for me that um that also can play play a role how much did you sort of take in when you were still playing yeah how much did you take in from uh, and you were playing when social media was still a thing so how much did you take in as a player um whether it was for the lions and and the the zanzi super league was probably the the, uh, more bigger platform where a lot more eyes were on you as in the josie stars and and especially that season that you guys didn't do so well how do you as the player take that kind of criticism from fans there's been uh, two approaches which has been interesting um and the one was if you're going to enjoy the highs of social media when people are praising you yeah you better be ready for the the lows, lows when the performances yeah. are not there that's one approach yeah. right and i think a lot of players go with we enjoy it when we're receiving yeah but as soon as it goes the other way like I don't like it. Yeah. So I think that that there needs to be a little bit more awareness from from that side. The other facet of it is when I played in the end or the last probably late last four years, yeah. I would turn my phone off. I wouldn't go on social media because I didn't want that influencing what I was thinking of myself yeah. or that performance in that moment. Yeah. And because I remember there was a game here at the Wanderers before. Um, I made that decision, and lunchtime, come in looking like yo, there's notifications, yeah. you know, and you looking at it, the team has just been announced, and and you're like, okay, I'm being targeted, yeah, okay, um, why is this guy playing? This guy should be playing, yeah, but I'm like, we're not even playing the same roles, yeah, <laughs> but like. Out of everyone here, you've picked me yeah. as the guy that shouldn't be playing yeah. for this person that you want. But yeah. like in the team, I don't. We weren't even competing on, yeah, with on the that same, same, same role. So yeah. there's also that thing where you don't understand what's happening on the inside, but of course you think Usman, and of course it's got to do with color in South yeah, Africa. Yeah. Um, when your f- favorite person is not there you think okay it must be this because of of these the keyword yeah. i'm not going to say the full mm. version of it mm. um so that's what it at times can be um infuriating because and again when we see a player of color we see what he didn't deserve yeah um and that's also been like a frustration at times where um you always you don't always um understand and i think it's it's important. Um, well, you, your coaches are not always going to go out there, but yeah. like, like you said, as a supporter and a fan, you yeah. said last week, it's also important on you to also do some 
research, research do mm. some background work would opinion and then you blast yeah. it on social and then yeah. you think you're right you know so um it, it takes a bit of a bit of that as well i think it's a it's a great segue into the cricket conversation because <laughs> uh, there's there's squads that are that have been uh announced for the australia series um six matches if i'm not mistaken it's the 320 three 320s, 320s and 5 ODIs. and 5 to, uh, 5 ODIs. so yeah it's a, it's a, it's a great it, for me it's a, it looks like two very solid squads with um particularly with the with the T20 squad with an emphasis on building for 2024 yeah. uh, T20 World Cup yeah um but the the the, the one day squad more settled more yeah. Um, experience. I told you this. Yeah, <laughs> we could yeah, pick I think you team. would have said it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's 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 more the tried and tra- tried, trusted and tested players that are in that in that one day uh, squad with um, a couple of guys that probably want to, you know, the, the the coaching staff want to give a little bit more opportunity to um, in the build up to obviously the the, the cricket World Cup. Um, guys like Matthew Bresker coming in. Um and uh who else is in there? So the the ODI squad yeah. is Timber Bavoma, yeah. Devil Brevis, Gerald Kutsia, Quentin yeah. de Kock, Bjorn Fontaine, um Reza Hendricks, Marco Janssen, Hendrik Klaassen, Sisanda Magala, Keshav Maharaj, who has miraculously made it back. And that's what <laughs> um, four months, five months. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden Markram, David Miller, Lungingidi, Andrik Nokia, Tabreshamzi, Wayne Parnell, Kakiso Rabada, Tristan Stubbs, yeah. and Rasif Anadison. Uh, with with the 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 exception of all the other guys, I mean Tristan Subs probably was was only played one ODI, mm. um, and I think that's for me just indicates how much the coaching staff want to give opportunities to and see how guys <coughs> sort of play in in pressure situations. Yeah. Um, they possibly might not go to the World Cup, yeah. but it's great to have a guy like Tristan Stubbs. Um, involved. Uh, Gerald Kutsi has also played what two ODIs. Yeah. Also involved. He's done reasonably well in in, in the Test matches. Um, but I look at it as a squad that you know can potentially compete at this year's World Cup um, and get closer to a semi-final spot <laughs> than than anything. Um, and and it looks good because it's it's guys that. Um, sort of typify the the kind of brand that uh, Rob Walter wants to play um attacking but still still responsible yeah. in in how they want to go about <laughs> their way and uh, you can explain better about <laughs> I the, the differences between I always enjoy that, that phrase you know that aggressive but, uh, yeah, but smart <laughs> yeah. smart cricket yeah. so for me it looks it looks like very good squads and 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 I think it's a it's commendable, with the exception, obviously, of of Riley Rousseau, who's not in the in the T Twenty squad because of injury. It looks both squads look very good. Yeah, I think like I think last week we had mentioned um, key positions. We said yeah. we need to keep a close eye on the all rounders, six, seven, eight positions. Yeah, and also the other one was the spin department. We didn't foresee Keshav Keshav making in. it back. So there are three now yeah. competing, possibly for two possibly taking three which is would be an interesting dynamic i think again um sometimes i go back and i say what i enjoyed by the springbok announcement in the springbok environment 
they talk about positions. Yeah. Our love for South African cricket, when we talk about depth, talk about our squad, we, we, we don't talk about the person. Yeah. We talk about, okay, we're thinking that we need three spinners. Yeah. We need two all-rounders. Uguti, yeah. white, pink, blue, green. Doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's, it's not something that we, we start with. Yeah. And, and, and at times, I do feel with cricket, we pick the person more than the, the role. That's important. In rugby, you pick the guys according to their Skill. roles. Yeah. You know, so it's important for me that it's the direction that we start going in. Uguti, I mean, I once heard uh, Owen Morgan speak about the last World Cup that they won. Yeah. And he said, in a typical World Cup, I think a squad of 15, something like that, you, they would go from 1 to 15. Each position had an identified role. Yeah. And they'll go find the person that fits that role. Yeah. And and that's where for me I think we will start now because then it starts with the coach knowing what style he wants. Mm. That means how many all rounders do I need? How mm. many fast bowlers do I need? Mm. If I'm gonna have two Kachiso and Nokia, who's backing up Kachiso and Nokia? Mm. You know? Gerald. So those are the conversations mm. that are important for me, rather than just being fixated about the name. Um, that's currently wearing the jersey. Yeah. That's not important because they, they come and go. I want to I wanna go to, to the spinners particularly yeah. because, I mean, there's three with Cash, Bjorn, and Shamo, uh, to brace Shamsi. So, mm. <coughs> ideally, and they're also, two of them are obviously slim, similar in, in what they do, yeah. left arm uh, spin, but Tabre Shamsi is your, 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 your variant to that. Yeah. He's, he's your wrist spinner. So, when you when you pick a, an eleven, um, let's say now hypothetically at the World Cup, um, we're playing. I don't know where in Delhi. Maybe it's a bit dry now. Yeah. What is the variation that you look for, um, particularly from your spinners? Do you go with the same kind of skill set with uh, Bjorn and Cash, or do you go Bjorn and and maybe a Shamsi or Shamsi with a Cash more experience? Or beyond with more your impact, but how do you how do you set it up, Nons? Because it's a it's a big it it will be a big selection point at the World Cup. It will be. I think as well. Mustn't forget, um, and Aiden Markram is also a a a an off spinner option as well. Um, I think what's important for me is that for starters, yes, they left armers, but they also similar but different. Yeah, they left arm spinners, but. Bjorn is more of hit the deck type of spinner, yeah. and Keshav is more. I mean, as a test um, spinner, he looks to shape the ball mm. and 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 get guys on the inside and on the outside, right? So that's a that's a starting point. And then the other element for me, which is uh, an important one, is that a Bjornfontein offers South Africa a batting um, option as well, because. Like I said last week, I think it's important. I feel some of those games might go all the way to the wire. Yeah. And you got to have those options. That's why Sisana Makala has become important to me because yeah. he offers the low order runs. Mm. Bjorn Fontaine offers low order runs. Mm. Uh, Marco Janssen offers low order runs. Yeah. Um, that's why I was saying, Andy Lepetlukwai, we mustn't always forget because the value of him finishing innings, yes, we haven't seen it consistently. Yeah. But there is a lot of value in what he does. And if he's been backed, um, given the confidence, there's still a, a really good um, cricketer in there. Mm. So that's, I think, 
will be the 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 point of difference for me between the two because you know shamo <laughs> you're not going to get anything with the no. bat so he's he's at 11 yeah. but that 8 9 position i think um crucial oh crucial because i mean you we look at england um you having guys like current who got hundreds yep batting at 9 uh, eight. eight. You've yeah. got the likes of Wokes, um, who scored hundreds at first class level. Coming in at eight. Coming in late. You've got Adil Rashid, who's got hundreds. Yeah. He's sometimes batting 11, mm. batting 10. At you know, So it's important that um, we also start looking at those. Yes, that's not the primary role. Yeah. But like when you are talking about selection, that could be those differences where um, a, a Bjorn might have it over. And of course, his fitness and it will need to be tested yeah. in his next uh, next month to see how he Handles. he 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 shapes up um, yeah. for 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 the for for the next month. What was interesting also from the T Twenty squad, there was no recognized wicketkeeper with obviously Quentin <laughs> Dukak being rested for that series. Um, what was interesting from that press conference that from from Rob Walter was that he will rotate between either Tristan Stubbs, Matthew Bretzker. Uh, and I think uh, there's one more, three. There were three keeping options. Yeah, um, it's it's um, Matthew Bretzky is one. Yeah. Donovan Ferrer Don could Ferreira, also keep, yeah. Yeah, could keep as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, that's going to be interesting, interesting selection stuff. for me because, okay, then who 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 plays um, in that role, that that keeper role? So I think what I heard from from Rob Rob Walter was that Bretzky will be used as a top order option. Yes. So you probably look at him as uh, maybe the guy that will fill that keeper better role um, at the top of the order with you know Quentin Dukok not being there. Um, but it's guys. Okay, the, I'll speak about the two, Justin Stubbs and, and Matthew Breske. They don't keep. They, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen done them, it. Yeah, they haven't seen I them do it in a long time. Stubbs is more, I think, people um, just um, over keeper. Yeah. Um, um, but he uh, obviously hasn't been doing it a lot, and he's also been working on his spin as well. Yes. Um, Matthew, I think I've seen it on times, but I don't think it's been a while. One who's done it recently, more Don recently, Ferreira. is Don. I mean, we yeah. saw him SA20 as well. So, yeah, that will be interesting. But again, I think it's, it's T20. It's 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 yeah. it's a free hit. It, it might not cost you as much. Okay. Um, because I mean it's a shorter game. Mangalisa Mosele right now is probably saying, "What oh. is this guy?" He <laughs> because he, he is what the is he's the president of the wicket of keepers. Wicked <laughs> yeah, he's, so he's probably gonna give you a call. Yeah. Now from Queenstown. Yeah. yeah like, so so um, it's not an ideal situation. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. And also because again, when people watch the Proteas. And there's a drop. You're like, who's this guy? Yeah. Why are we? Be so there's a, uh, there's a level of expectation as well. Yeah. Once you start playing at a national level, yeah. and you also you don't want to almost like selling that, the, you know, pushing the guy down the river yep. or you know, uh, setting him up for failure. Yeah. Um, but um, it's an opportunity for them to to obviously be in the starting eleven, mm. and hopefully, I think I. Quite a like the fact that we're also looking forward and giving guys a chance yeah. against Australia. It's not some, something South Africa often does. Yeah. I'm looking at that ODI squad and I'm thinking maybe, you know, they'll, they're, there's a possibility that that could be similar to what they'll announce for, for the World yeah, Cup. Yeah. You know, it, it looks very similar to what Rob Walter wants to do at the World Cup and, and the personnel that it has. Um, 
I've already said they can have they can go towards the finals, the semi-final <laughs> stage of of the tournament. What are your thoughts about <laughs> South Africa's possibilities? And I know we we sort of speaking hypothetically because yeah. we don't have the official World Cup squad yeah. that we can base our predictions off. But from what we have uh, from Australia, that could replicate for for what we we will get for the World Cup. What are your expectations in terms of how they'll finish and where they'll finish? I, I would like to be specific. <laughs> um, and I had mentioned the fixtures last week. Yeah. And I said, of, out of the th- first three games in the World Cup, the first one being the 7th of October in Delhi, Yeah. it's one, it's one against the qualifiers. Yeah. We got to get that start sorted. Yeah. You got to start well. Not run, net run rates, everything. Everything. Yeah. You must make sure we tick all those boxes. Yeah. Next game is against Australia. Yeah. Now, if you can find that big win up front, now you start to set yourself up um, mm. really well. Because the third game, um, which is the 17th of October, is against another qualifier. Yeah. So th- out of the three games... There, you could potentially set yourself up for the rest of the World Cup because what comes after that is England oh. on the 21st and Bangladesh in those type of conditions can be Not tricky. Tough, yeah. Pakistan after that. So, yeah, it's important um, that we get that right. Um, I might have confused the two flags because Australia and New Zealand are similar. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> it could Australia. be... It's uh, Australia. It's Australia. It's Australia. Um, so, yeah, I think the first three games for me i think will be crucial um you target those you you push really hard to get that momentum on your side i think after that you're on your way you you're on your way i mean everyone should be feeling good so i I would say i won't be as bold as you and go out and say come on (laughs) no me uh, i'm gonna sit on the fence don't be don't don't (laughs) sit on the fence i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, say after those three games okay that would um kind of um See where S- decide my thoughts in terms of how far they can go. Okay, want to finish off with the Springboks. Um, yeah, just quickly, let's not forget there was the the women's announcement as well of the squad to Pakistan. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah. almost forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, wow, actually, because that's a that's a bigger. <laughs> he's a, he's woken up. <laughs> yeah, because there, there are so many bigger talking points to that. Yes, Sunelus. Yeah, is going, but is not as captain. Uh, you have Chloe Tryon who's asked not to be selected for the tour. Leave of absence. The, the, the coach, the coach's contract has been extended until the end of the year. Yeah. Um, which had expired at the end of June. Yeah. There's so many things happening in that woman, the Momentum Proteus woman's side that makes your eyebrows jump and you can <laughs> see how i jumped because it's it's kind of it's kind of difficult because i mean there's 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 rumors and and a lot of things flying around about the unhappiness of the players yeah. um want they wanting change from yeah. uh the management the coaching staff because i mean to be fair to um to the coach He's been around for a very long time. But his his successes are the ones that still keep him in the job because he's been to a semi-final of a a, a one-day World Cup. He's been to a final of a T20 World Cup. Mm. 
all of those are, are, are so many are, are things that sort of make it difficult for cricket South Africa to say, ah, but chief, what have you done? Yeah, he can say no, but this is what I've done. This is my CV. This yeah. is my performances. This is the development <coughs> that I've tried to put into yeah. women's cricket um, in South Africa going forward. Yeah. But when you look at now this current yeah. environment, it becomes very hard now. Um, for a fan to look at it and say, but what what are, what's happening here? Yeah. What, what are they cooking here? Because there's no confirmed, confirmed captain. We've got three senior players that have retired, yeah. um, and all of them stating different reasons yeah. for their retirement. You got the vice captain who's made herself well. She's on the leave of absence, so she's not available for that tour. So you as don't well. have leadership yeah. for this tour, yeah. a, a difficult tour of Pakistan. Yeah. So yeah, I think <laughs> there's so many uh, talking points. It's almost like y you want to first say, well, Coach Hilton started when women's cricket in South Africa wasn't professional, mm. and has been part of the journey um, to now being professional. Mom sponsors like Momentum being behind there. Final, lost the final to one of the greatest teams in cricket, um, you know, Australia, which is not a bad thing to lose yeah. to Australia. Um, a pack crowd at home. Um, and there's been a loss of the senior players in the last two, three years. Yeah. The players that walk into most of these leagues around the world. And that's been a, uh, a concern for mm. anyone who watches South African team to say, how are we losing? Because they may prime. Yeah. And most of them are still playing. Yeah. So they're not Completely moving away because the they feel that, you know, I'm on the other side of my career. Mm. It's still prime, still want to play. So there's concerns there mm. because we're not, we're not quite sure why they're no longer happy because we keep hearing rumors that there are obviously they want new um you know um, new management mm. a different approach new ideas i mean it's been coming up in snippets in yeah. almost every interview that you you get from you know women south african women, um, players yeah. so that's a talking point i think what's good though is that um, head of cricket for, for, for head of women's, women's cricket period, yeah. has been um, um, the, the the application you know was was open and it seems that like cricket South Africa will announce and maybe possibly in line with, yeah. um, with the launch of the with the launch league, of the yeah. professional which is important because yeah. Ino can't do it all by himself yes and I think it's important to like we said women's sport has been on a rise around the world. We give someone who's going to give it designated designated full attention yeah. to say how can a team that has just been in the final of a world cup at home yeah. all of a sudden there's so much chaos that is happening behind yeah. the scene can we sort that out yeah and the other issue for me is that now we're losing all these experienced players and there is a young crop of players coming mm. through talented young crop of players yeah. but like as you can imagine as a coach you don't want to have really experience almost on the other side of yeah. their careers and really young. Yeah. And if these leave, who's going to help the younger generation to come through? Yeah. Which is a big concern because you would have loved Shabnim to be helping the, these the younger, the younger, younger players, yeah. you know, 
play some maybe 40, 40 games with them. So yeah. when she bows out, you know, like, no, I've left it in a better in a better place. Yeah. So that's where the concerns are at the moment. And South Africa really needs to come to the bottom of it as soon as possible because it now it puts it puts pressure on all the work that's been done. Yeah. Um and you almost like I mean this Pakistan tour, like you said, the subcontinent is difficult for the men. Yeah. It's definitely gonna be a difficult tour for the women's as well. Yeah. Because it's spinning conditions and without experience it makes it even even harder. Yeah. What's good though, Sune is still around playing. Yes. But she's relinquished um, you know, the the the, 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 the leadership. Has she relinquished or she is being Well we saw res- resigned. Um um, yeah. There was a, what an article saying she had, she, she had resigned from the captaincy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Um. I mean, just quickly mention the 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 squad that is going to 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 Pakistan. Anik Bosch, Ayabonga Kaka, Damari Taka, Laura Godol. Um. I always butcher her surname. I apologize to any Laura Volfart. Marizan Cup, Masabata class. Um, there's a new debutant, um, Ude Ridder, I think yeah. is a keeper batter. Yeah. Nadine de Klerk, Nondumis Nshangase, who returns as well into yeah. the squad. Nongulekumlaba has had a fantastic year, especially in, in T20, T20 cricket. cricket yeah. So I think it's a big year as well for her, especially in the subcontinent as well. Sinalo Jafta, who's just moved to the Lions. Yeah. Um, you know, another uh, player, I think, in terms of can now she make the step up yes. because there's enough roles now some of the senior players to step around into to step into that yeah. maybe five six position being yeah. experienced um uh, experienced player um sune being there um tasneem brits who's also come back really strongly because yeah. she had a dip in form and uh Utumi Sikukune, who's also coming Going back, back yeah. uh, because now the gap being left by um, Shabs uh, yeah. um, not be, not being around, so it is a, still a strong squad. But like when it comes to the batting side, I think that's where they'll feel it's it the most. Brittle, yeah. yeah, they'll feel it with losing that experience. Yeah, and I think that's. I, I want to go back to the, the head of women's cricket role because I feel that's that's very crucial in 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 creating a pipeline uh, for women's cricket, um, particularly from. When you look at it from grassroots, how many girls are playing cricket uh, yeah. at school level, club <coughs> level, going up into the the, the professional ranks? Um, and it's good now that they're launching a, a professional league for for women's cricket tomorrow. So we need somebody that's designated, that's passionate, that's well informed yes. about that role um, to to step into that role rather um, to make sure that women's cricket. In South Africa, because we've got so much potential. I mean, if you when you look at it, losing to Australia in a T20 World Cup final is probably the biggest achievement um, because of of the pedigree of of the Australian yeah, side. Yeah. How long has that Australian sure. side been together for? Yeah, uh, and we need that sort of 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 quality being replicated from a South African point of view, so that we're also. Uh, going to be spoken about as one of the best sides, and, and and coming back as well from Pakistan, we face New Zealand. That's not even going to yeah. be. That's not a. That's not an easy assignment, even though we are in home conditions. Yeah, I mean, I I I sat to a presentation um, with I think the pipe or the pipeline of um, Gauteng yeah. with um, some presentations being made. For example, Australia. Yeah. I mean, it's been professional for so many years. I think they have a pull of 130 
professional women's um, cricketers, uh, cricketers uh, uh, at a domestic yeah, level. level. And I think we were sitting at about 66. So to pick the national side um, from a pool of 66 professional players is always going to be tricky. And that's why the importance of expanding you know the 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 the, the domestic league yeah. for for and making it professional because as a coach as well you're sitting there and you you want to have as many options as possible yeah. um so the wider the base the, the more better, the, you know yeah. you the more they're going to come through you're going to have different type of player that's why india obviously is has quickly risen since they've gone professional yeah. women's cricket um you're closing the gap on australia and yeah. england who have been who were professional earlier yeah. than those teams so it's important that you know that the, the base the base gets wider yeah. and that's importance of obviously uh, creating this professional league so that uh, as a coach you're not having to pick from a really small yeah. small small pond and i think people will listen to this and think ah, but why are these guys not pointing out the positives there's plenty of positives yeah. of what we've said because there's 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 potential to grow in in women's sport particularly women's cricket in south africa yeah. there's i mean we've got we've got really great resources yeah. um it's just now applying uh the, the the cricket minds that we have to unearth those 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 talents that we do have in south africa yeah. so hopefully um tomorrow's announcement of the of of the professional league for women's cricket um, is going to be a stepping stone to how women's cricket in South Africa is going to grow from from strength yeah. to strength, and obviously that twelve Pakistan can go um, as as best as possible. It doesn't look good now when yeah. you when you look at it and and you hear all these things that these moving parts that yeah. that that um, circle around uh, the momentum proteas, but they still have the talent to do well in Pakistan. Yeah, I think from a stability point of view. It is the right call yeah. to to continue with the coach, um, and uh, I know he's also been asked yeah. to to you know the job will be available. Um, well, will be put out. You can apply, you, but you can still apply. Mm. But uh, the fact that they've decided that for this tour of Pakistan, and, and of course there is the, the 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 inbound uh, tours that will be covering as well would be it's important that you at least give them that buffer of someone who's who's who's, who's been there but um i think the important part as well um a lot of people might not also be aware is you know i mean we look at the hundred we're seeing men and women play playing on the time. same venue yeah. same time which is amazing concept yeah. and i'm for it and i'm hoping i mean i've, I've honestly asked this question behind is that why didn't the sa20 not do it yeah. And the answer which has been relevant is, well, we don't have a professional league. Yeah. So why would we can't create a women's SA20 when there isn't a professional domestic league? Yeah. And that's also another step now of this league is that if now the next two, three years we yeah. can have a really good professional domestic season for, for, for women's cricket, yeah. then it can also lead to SA20 also having to go both yeah. men and women, which or, will be or, fantastic. Or a standalone uh, women's T20 competition like uh, the Women's Premier League in, in India started this yeah, year. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that that from from a success point of view, because I, I watched the numbers from that, yeah. and they generated a lot of numbers. Yes, it's, it's India, it's a subcontinent. They've got a, a very big um, sort of um, fan base who watches any kind of cricket. But 
standalone it that's called also another sort of concept that can come up from yeah. a south african point of view yeah. not necessarily the women's cricket piggyback piggybacking on sa20 yeah. they can have their own standalone yeah. competition where they can play just before the sa20 um, and create a new sort of fan base yeah. of cricketers in yeah. South Africa. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Uh, I would love it, honestly, to yeah. have it both. Yeah, um, Because um, just as a package for me, I think as a country, I think would be amazing. Yeah. Um, because I think... I think in the early parts, it might require that it, it starts off like with, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I think um, we know with state of our economy mm. um, as well, we've got to think about those things. If you're getting now two, two games for the price of one, one. I think that, that could also be very important. So, yeah, I mean, I do agree. In, in, in India, um, it's, it's running really well separately. Um, but again, it's probably just trying to find what will work but as a package i think for me it would honestly be an amazing thing to to do so maybe three four five years time yeah. um there'll be something that will be on the cards for women's cricket hopefully that pakistan tour goes well for yeah. Hilton Moring and 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 the momentum protests because it, it is going to be tricky without a doubt men struggle in pakistan <laughs> the women are obviously going to have they're gonna find it challenging as well. So yeah. hopefully that's that um, that tour goes off well. I want to end off with um, the Springboks performance <laughs> at the Principality <laughs> Stadium this past weekend against Wales. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people would have would have expected South Africa to do, to win the game against Wales yeah. because we've got a very good w record against Wales home and away. But I don't think a lot of people would have expected. The, the 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 margin of victory that South Africa achieved at the Principality Stadium because um, it was a complete it was a complete dominant performance yeah. and and my concern with with performances like that so close to the World Cup um, and I'll provide the concerns first before the positives because there's always concerns in anything uh, whether it's good or bad my concern is that probably that result and that performance might create a false sense of security to say to the Springboks, ah, we've, we've, we're peaking and we're going to be coming into the World Cup hot. Whereas in, in context, that Welsh side is probably, you know, even their best side would have struggled against that Springbok side. But that particular Welsh, Welsh side that was put out uh, by Warren Gatland on, 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 on Saturday is probably the third best, yeah. if not the fourth best Wales side we've seen in a very, very long time. A and <coughs> it's just so concerning for me because now South Africa play against a weakened opposition. They think that, okay, we're, we're great. Maybe that's, that's not how they think about it. They <laughs> think about it as a process point of view where... We're giving guys an opportunity to to play and get some minutes under the belt, but in a in the first sort of knee jerk reaction, you think ah maybe false sense of reality of of satisfaction here that South Africa have peaked and now <laughs> no opposition that comes in front of them can withstand this South African side. There's New Zealand Friday. There's New Zealand Friday. <laughs> so that's the, that's why I'm we're bringing up this point is that. We're gonna play New Zealand and Twickenham on Friday, and that might be a complete blowout. Yeah, so I I, I agree um, to a certain degree um, in terms of 
it's I think the Walsh it wasn't there there was a couple of injuries as well they had to deal with but again as part of the process Siam Tanda Golisi yeah. 40 minutes yeah some other guys were getting their minutes and yeah. I think the coach emphasized minutes yeah. and I think what they've been really good at uh, again I said I'd love to get this on the cricket side as well is that they do share they do share in terms of the give they give opportunities yeah. I mean the team that went to Argentina was a different squad giving yeah. guys opportunity to maybe change the coach's mind just before the squad was announced yeah. is really good and Yes, um, that that game of the weekend again, giving minutes to 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 other guys. And what's important for me is again, is the coach implementing the things that he wants? Is making sure that um, you know, if it's lineouts that he wanted, or um, we're gonna be slightly more expensive yeah. that he wanted to see, and combinations is important. So those are the things for me that are. For now, as South Africans love to win, we want to win all the, the time. time. Yep. And the most important part, if you win the World Cup, no one cares about the warm-up games that you play. <laughs> so it's important it's a that we, memory. you know, it's 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 making sure that everyone, are making sure again, uh, um, you know, everyone is on the right pla- place when it comes to minutes, yeah. and we continue because, um, as you said, South Africa is in the group of your of, of your that of, group. Of of great is a graveyard. Yeah, group. yeah, yeah. Because Scotland. Yeah, Pool B is South Africa, mm. Ireland, Scotland, Scotland. Tonga, Tonga, and Romania. Romania. Yeah, <laughs> first game being Scotland. I don't think, um, you know, like I said with the the cricket World Cup, if you don't start well, you start putting yourself yes. under pressure. And uh, what's nice about um, Nina, I was listening to one of his interviews as well. South Africa and New Zealand have won three World Cups. Mm. The only team to have defended a World Cup is New Zealand. New Zealand, South Africa is saying we. They're not even shying away from the conversation. They're yeah. saying we want to defend our World Cup. Yeah, and we are accepting that people will be expecting that from us. Yes, and we want to do it as well. Yeah, and on top of that, there's history to be made. Mm-hmm. To be fourth time World Cup winner. And especially on his way out, I think as well would be quite a nice way because every time I watch their interviews, I watch it's it's such a together there's togetherness of yeah. of that team the way they speak about I mean opposition yeah um, the way they speak about themselves. We'll see. I will say I'm not just the captain of the side. There's a group of leaders yeah. that I I work with. Yeah, you know. So it shows Uguti. You know, it's it's yes. You might be seeing me as the face, not individually, but there's other guys that are a hundred percent. So that's what I love about maybe from us from the outside. We don't know everything that's on the inside, yeah. but it looks it looks good, yeah. um, and um, we do wish wish them well. Um, again, obviously, New Zealand. To I think it would be a nice victory for South Africa more than New Just Zealand doesn't need it. Yeah. I think it would be nice for us, especially if you play match them up in terms of how they look to play, yeah. I think it would be an exciting way to go to the World Cup. I think it, for me, the, the, to go back to your point about Sia getting minutes under the belt, I mean, it's also very much the same like Keshav Maharaj. I mean, yeah. the guy injured his ACL yeah. in April. An ACL injury Six for to nine months that don't know takes a hell of a long basically time a year. Mm. to to get mm. back from you know mm. you you out for a year basically same with Keshav Maharaj um ruptured an Achilles in March I think yeah 
April, May, June, West July. Indies oh. test. Mm. I mean, that's five months. Mm. Uh, and he and he's already back in the conversation of yeah. him playing uh, yeah. cricket again. So that's that's miraculous for me. Um, and it's it's good to see a guy like Sia back because he's so important yeah. to um, the organization of 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 how the Springboks want to play. Mm. Um, his impact was felt almost immediately in this in that first forty minutes where he played. Offloaded. I mean, that's that's where. His, his strengths are, you know, and, and <clears throat> South Africa missed uh, a hell of a lot of, of that particularly, but also from securing their own ball on the ground is where South Africa missed Sia Kolisi a lot during the rugby championship where he, was, he wasn't playing because of that injury. He's very good at that. He's very good at, um, at an, in an attacking ruck situation, getting clean, fast, good ball quality ball mm. for the backs to work with and and that's a, it's an underrated skill it's an underrated strength of um the springboks and sia colisi because when you look at it um and, and how <laughs> you know the the other guys that that played yes they they've they bring different attributes to the six jersey but how south africa wants to play Siakolis is very influential in, in that. It's not just the leadership that he brings, mm. but it's his play uh, in securing those attacking rucks yeah. uh, and, and making sure that Faf de Klerk, whoever's playing, scrum off and fly off. There's four of them now. There's four <laughs> of them now. They can pick anyone. Of them, you know? They have very good, clean ball to work with, and that's front football yeah, for yeah. South Africa. South Africa works on front football so they can get... Yeah. Guys like Arches Neyman, yeah, yeah. um, Stephen Kitsov, running at pace yeah. onto the ball because it's quick, it's fast, it's quality, rather than a stagnant sort of situation where the ball is coming out as slow as possible. They have to wait a little bit longer to get the ball. They get man and ball at the same time. They don't make as many meters yeah. as they would like in a situation where they get better ball they onto it um at pace and they get over the advantage line so that's that for me is the biggest takeaway from that welsh victory is the return yeah. of sia Golisi and how he performed in those 40 minutes of play quick question do you think he'll start again this week against um new zealand or they would say maybe it's just too We've soon to have a, to <laughs> another game because i mean 40 minutes yeah. and you're probably giving him a couple of days rest, so you, you probably don't foresee him doing a lot of training during the week yeah. to build up to that Friday game against yeah. uh, New Zealand. So it's a, t it's a it's a it's a very short turnaround. So yeah. it's uh, I I I still see. Thanks, Lunga. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> but I think I think he'll still play. I think they want to stress the knee as 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 much as they as they possibly can to see how much strain that it can take going into the World Cup. Um, World Cup, similar sort of situation. Some games are a short turnaround um, and you want guys to be fit and available for, for the majority of that. So I think I still foresee him starting against New Zealand on Friday um, because they want to, 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 to strain and test that knee and put it under pressure 
to see how much it it um, it sort of withstands the 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 rigors of of test rugby. And New Zealand is not going to be easy. It's going to be a, a brutal. There's no friendlies against New Zealand. Never, 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 <laughs> never, 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 never <laughs> against New Zealand. Yeah, is that all, Lance? Oh, we know we can't close without going to our predictions. Uh, we always have to put our oh my goodness heads on the the line. Yeah, and I've, um, I've I've been an oracle so far. So hmm? yeah, oracle, oracle yeah. you've been very quiet. How you got? What do you mean? I got Chelsea the, performance I, I got the dismally wrong. The oh, is that the only one? <laughs> I got the, the United, United one because that's of your hurt. Let's not go back to what we did in the beginning. <laughs> hey, this man, uh, with JVC. Remember that JVC uh, thinking about was it about oh, not Perez? It wasn't no, that era. It's, about it's about Burkamp. Martin Keown. Was it Burkamp? Yeah, Martin yeah, Burkamp. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Nice, 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 Jerry. An before Real Madrid. Oh, oh my goodness. Before? Before Real Madrid did. They can it? keep an actually. You claimed an No, so. I didn't claim it. I remember an <laughs> for different reasons. Champions League final, Chief. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Van der Sar. Okay, <laughs> um, we're looking forward to the, the predictions yes. this week. We've got Palace and Arsenal as the last of the um, game. Uh, match two yeah. Um, yeah, matches um, uh, match two second round yeah second round match, match, match day, day two. two yes yeah it's the last one Monday night football hey Bishop um, hey, this hey, thing is not Bishop. ours load shedding load shedding load shedding load shedding only fright we've got Crystal Palace at home yeah. versus Arsenal um, predictions, please. Uh, Arsenal, but I'm hoping deep down. My head says Arsenal, my heart says Palace because I want them to do everyone else a favor. Yeah, including me. Yes. We're on the same boat yes, here. Yes, yes. Um, and then we're looking forward to, I think, if there is Friday night football, there isn't Friday. There is. Oh, you are playing on Friday, bro. Um, the Premier League uh, this Friday, you've got Chelsea versus Luton Town. Ah, Chelsea. Okay. You you need he 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 needs Chelsea, he needs easy, a bounce back. Both of us needs a bounce yeah. back this week. <laughs> and it's a perfect fixture to have. Perfect. Luton. Yeah, Luton is a perfect fixture. Yeah. Okay. At home. Okay. Um, you playing at home? Luton doesn't have a, a stadium yet. Because they were at a pond there. They had to. They yeah, had to. Too small. <laughs> Premier League standards. Yeah. And then my team is back on Saturday. I'm um, starting at 4 p.m. Man United for versus uh, uh, Forest this weekend. I think that should be a good game to come back with. Fingers crossed. Hey. 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 Hey, Forest, it's Forest, bruh. Hey, Forest always, Forest competes all the time. Forest competes all the time. No, 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 no. I'm saying, guys, we should win, but Forest is never an easy game. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying we, we won't. I'm also giving yeah. it to you. Now, yeah. Um, and then we've got um, uh, Bournemouth, Tottenham. Spurs. Uh, okay. Arsenal, Fulham. Oh. Oh, playing twice, huh? Catch up, eh? When is it? That's a fr the Saturday fixture. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
nah, Arsenal, Arsenal. Without Mitrovic now, who's gone to to is he going Saudi, again? Yeah. He where I was going and then he stayed. Yeah, he's gone to Saudi. Fagimalu Zoban. He's gone to Saudi. Guys, I would not let those Saudi guys leave the room without me signing that contract. Really? If I'll that be, was also <laughs> like I would also be. Uh, I wouldn't let the guy I'll leave like, the room. I'd be like, guys. But you know, there's a, there, I think there's a, there's a big moral debate around. No, the no, 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 no. People are like, no. but no, you, mu- you must understand Saudi. who's where the moral thing is coming from. It's coming from the West. Yes. Okay, because Africans, Brazilians, mm. what do we have to look for? I mean, oh, that boy left Chelsea. You left boy and went to China. What did he do? Ooh, uh, um, uh, Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. What did he say? I want money to feed my family. Kengogu. Your career is your job. Yeah. And the most important part is what you want for it. And if that is to get money with your talent and make yeah. sure that your family lives, no, I that's it. 100% go to other people where they come in, go to their morals, da, 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 because they, now they feel threatened by other leagues. Yeah. I ain't getting down. You make a decision for you, bro. And, and Mane, Mane is in a position now that he, he can further extend. He's the building work schools, he's that building he's hospitals. Done in Senegal, yeah. Exactly. So it's great. No, for me, it's got nothing to do. I want to mama gama. Your models, please. <laughs> oh, I think there was a long list that I saw. Eh? It's ridiculous. I think they even use oh, what? No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying it's ridiculous because I'm like, wow, like all these things. I mean, even the king's uh, bowing was used to fetch him. Eh? Like I was like. And then I saw the obviously your we've got uh, the activists saying good see green and I was like hey now these things are they're getting deep eh? it's a lot yo what, what what really made me pop my eyes out from those ben- those benefits is the amount of cars that this guy's gonna get like he's already he's already got what four mercedes benzes that are waiting for him there like what are you gonna do can you please go to neymar's instagram and look at his house guys you look at his house in brazil it is out of this world like that guy (laughs) is living um a different i think we're in the wrong spot yeah we must place this podcast in the saudi in the saudi league we'll get that money (laughs) <laughs> let's start the whatever the saudis must come to yeah, south africa t20 version <laughs> or something t10 um, um completing the sorry to proper off ramp there yeah, yeah, um brentford uh, crystal palace palace playing again uh brentford everton uh wolves your everton need this one wolves. everton at wolves. home though wolves. no sean Dyche needs this uh, wolves. you know those uh those fans are going to start turning if we, they don't. We, we spoke about this last week. Everton shadow of what the squad though. The, yeah, like looking at that squad, shadow of what they used to be. But but also Everton, interestingly enough, have spent. Okay, now Chelsea's gone ridiculously overboard. But Everton have actually spent so much more money than. I think a United, some of the top clubs in the Premier League in the transfer window, and that's also coaches because they had um, this Dutch guy as their coach as well. Uh, I'm forget. I know you're talking about it. Just yeah, also, he's not the Dutch coach. Oh, um, former Barcelona. Not Goose Hiddink. No, no, no. Um, I mean, he was at Barcelona for yeah, one year. Yes. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 
for 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 what they had at their disposal for in the past sort of seven or eight years, they should be on par now with with some of the the sort of the the mid table teams. Yeah, Ronald Koeman was there. They should be on par with some of the the, the teams in in the mid table competing for European places from what they had, and it's just gone downhill. You underestimate Moise's job. That's what he... Uh, Manage. Actually, <laughs> Sir Alex killed Everton yeah, by taking Moise across because Manage. they've never recovered yeah. um, from that. Um, the last one, which is the Brighton of uh, Albion mm-hmm. um, with uh, West Ham, they are flying. They are yeah, that's flying. A very, that's a very good fixture. Uh, I, th- I, think I, I think Brighton edges that. I don't think they're going to edge that. They're going to hammer them. Yeah, no I pun intended. I think Brighton edges it. Because you it, do you know why I say that? Yeah. It's the old school David Moyes yeah. versus these modern managers now. Yeah. And Moyes or Paripas. <laughs> you know Moyes. Yeah. He's going to park the bus. He's, hey, he's, he's playing away from home. They parked it last night after they went they're playing, they're, down. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I think that um, just to finish off with some Premier League fixtures on Saturday as well, we've got Arrows, Polokwane. Uh, Arrows. Oh, the Chiefs. Keza Chiefs. Keza Chiefs also playing uh, Amazulu over the weekend. Ooh. It's so difficult predicting Chiefs games because you don't know which one. They, they are they lo- also looking for their first win. Amazulu haven't won this season. It's gonna be a draw. Yeah, let's 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 give it. I say I say Chiefs though. Chiefs are playing at home. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't even matter these days. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the last one on Saturday is Stellenbosch versus Super Sport United, which will be interesting. United. Stellenbosch. Super Sport United. Away win for Super Sport. Kevin Hunter, you're yeah, backing yeah, Kevin yeah. Hunter. Yeah. And um, to conclude the weekend of uh, sport, we've got uh, Royal AM against TS Galaxy, who are coming from uh, a resounding <laughs> over Kaiser Chiefs. <laughs> Galaxy. Galaxy. Yeah. Royal AM, why? You're not giving them a chance. Uh, even Royal AMs, it's not the same as, no. as where they used to be. No. Um, they don't have that fighting power anymore. They don't have that um, that it factor, you yeah. know? That's surprising. So I also say, um, thingy, TS. I, I'm looking, I, I saw something that was interesting also on social media, how they they obviously fired Sinkim Nisi, was the, 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 a really good administrator. Um, and after that, you, the, the number of, players that have left Royal AM uh, that don't have contract, either have gone on uh, a free transfer or out of contract. Um, it's just staggering because that's not really how you run a club. Yeah, you, know, you invested you, you buying invested, players and then, then you let you them, them go, go yeah. free. So It's not sustainable. The, yeah, so that's for me, I, I look at it from the, the, the boardroom point of view that they've struggled with keeping players by poor administration. Yeah. Because um, it's definitely just poor administration, um, so they'll they the prospects of actually doing well this season aren't really high. Yeah, 
And um, yeah, on Sunday, when it comes to the Premier League again, we've got Burnley versus Aston Villa, which I think is going to be a crazy open game. Uh, Burnley at home versus Aston Villa. The way Villa have bounced yeah. back um, after that um, that, that loss. First round, yeah. um, Burnley obviously need that win. Yeah. Um, and they are open, man. They, 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 they're going to play. So that'll be interesting. I think it might be a high-scoring game. Yeah. I, I want to back... I like young coaches and, and I like Vincent Company. There's also a South African element to Burnley. So I like to uh, put an emotional uh, prediction towards that fixture. I think Burnley will win it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Um, Sheffield United versus Man City. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> City. Mm. <laughs> the, the question we should be asking by how, how many much? <laughs> <laughs> how many <laughs> and then the the humdinger of Sunday we've got Newcastle versus Liverpool which I think similar-ish styles they like high tempo yeah, sides yeah. um Newcastle um Liverpool where's the fixture Newcastle okay so come on the tunes the Craven Cottage no just Craven the, Cottage is Fulham yeah what's what's you know, uh, f- um Newcastle in the mid, huh? No. It's St. James's, James's Park. James's. I almost yeah. said it's St. James's. Yeah. St. James's Park if. rocks because, especially now, if Liverpool is 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 coming, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. almost sort of like a rivalry. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's not so far away. Yeah. I say Eddie Howe is gonna make St. James's Park rock by beating yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. And I said last week they. Liverpool used to be one of the fastest teams yeah. out of the blocks. New, Newcastle have become that team, yeah. so it'll be interesting to see how both teams, without McAllister, red card. Yeah. So that will be interesting to see how, how Liverpool does there. But for me, I'm hoping for a draw, Mama. A draw for both of them. 1-1 <laughs> one, one, draw. And you're happy? Yeah, because keep it here. We, yeah. want to, we need to keep them here. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. That's um, that's all the fixtures yeah. for, for the weekend. Springboks, New Zealand? I mean, I'm going to... It's going to be a very difficult one. Yeah? Friday. Yeah. It's also especially in terms of the squad. Yeah. We don't know. Are they going to... Which type of team are they going to yeah. put out? Yeah, yeah, it's out today actually because there's obviously oh, short short turnaround. Um, so the the announcement is quite. I like the, the way rugby today. does things. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Like no, <laughs> no. Like, you know, I, want, I like the way rugby does. Do you know, <laughs> you take the you t- you take the team, you announce yeah. it, guys. Uguti, yeah, yeah, I'm keeping guys. I'm keeping it. Yeah, I want to announce it before the doors for in, yeah. guys. <laughs> announce the team. <laughs> Stop with the secrets and let it out. Yeah, you know, Ben Stokes is doing it. Yeah. With, uh, with England, they announced the team. They're like, all right, Chief, you got this two days, us. three days to figure out team out, team out. Because you're focusing on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm going to worry too much. Opposition. <sighs> I was begging. <laughs> I like what's happening in rugby. Yeah. Blueprint in Okunkwe. <laughs> yeah, we, we must get Enoch here. No, we need him. Yeah, we need he'll him. be here. Don't worry. We need him. Um, I reckon New Zealand wins that. Uh, packed house at Twickenham. Uh, but only by a small margin. Not gonna be a blowout. What we see, what we saw in the rugby championship. So uh, between uh, margin of between three and five. I no comment from my side. <laughs> I I don't think there's. I think I think we might lose. 
Um, but again, that's not important in terms of the process. As long as we all the players stay fit, um, if we can that's start, all. we can start playing something closer yeah. to what they they offer. I'll be happy. Yeah, the margin fitness. mustn't be too big. Yeah. That's fitness it. is the most important thing. Thanks, Nons. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, what's the last one? F1. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Which, which, which? Zandvoort. Dutch. Oh, that's it's gonna, it's gonna be yellow. orange army. Orange army. Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm colorblind. Orange army. Inevitable. Inevitable. Max Verstappen victory. Verstappen. It's gonna be interesting because it's not the biggest of tracks, and that might bring Ferrari back in it. Yeah. Um. But it will be interesting to to see how Mercedes comes back. And uh, the other one is um, the Aston guys have been out of it for some time. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Ferrari might be close this week because it's a small, small track. And, um, yeah, um, I'm hoping anyone but that guy. I'm tired of that it's, guy. It's going to be that guy. <laughs> I am tired of that guy. Goti, the Mexican is charming me because now yeah. you can't just be just a useless uh, number guy, two. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'll be. Zanvot, yeah, I didn't. Uh, it feels like it's the month yeah, has gone, gone quickly for F1 uh, mid month mid season break. Yeah. I, I, yeah, obviously, Verstappen signs. Science has been good form, man. Eh? Yeah. Science has been good form. Stappen, Science, um, Hamilton. I don't know. I'm not very optimistic about Hamilton, particularly. Well, they they technically they say they could be announcing Hamilton's extension, contract extension this weekend, because um, For it's how been. Long? Yeah, you know, probably um, two years. Okay, another two years. Hamilton still still fit. Still fit, bro. Give him a chance to. If Alonso is still kicking at 40, yeah, 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 come on. Yeah. You got a back. You, 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 Lewis just needs a car, and the thing said it, so good to see they, they owe Lewis a good car for number eight. Yeah. So it's important. Obviously, it, if it doesn't happen, if it's a two year deal and it doesn't happen, I think I'll see him. I see him. I foresee him leaving after yeah. that. Podiums for Stappen signs. Yeah, it won't be. Mm. Yeah, the Mexican is letting me down. Yes, <laughs> I, I'll I'll say Lewis. Lewis. I, I think he will be he will be buzzing. Um, new contract. Um, um, and um, hopefully some of the upgrades from from um, from yeah. Mercedes yeah. Uh, might might help them. But it's, yeah, um, I'm just happy F1 is back. I'd forgotten it's been a month. Yeah, it's and been long. Man. Yeah, it's been long. So I'm happy. My goodness, we're not gonna hear the end of it from six again. Oh. Um, so we just hope that Verstappen doesn't win, but it's our, it's hope is the hope that kills. <laughs> it's the hope that kills. So yeah, very 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 big weekend of sport as as always uh, coming up this weekend. Everybody uh, very much looking forward to everything. So thanks, nuns. It's two and it's two it's two two World Cups coming soon. Yeah. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but that, that's yeah, gonna be epic. It's gonna be very interesting. <laughs> thanks, Nons. Thanks, Lunga. Thanks, Sia. Thanks, uh, team. Thanks to everybody that's going to be listening to this and watching. So uh, we hope that you get something out of 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 these 
you know views and perspectives um about the sporting world i mean it's a it's a broad discussion um and and broad topics uh which we probably haven't even covered half of them uh but we we try and do that as as best as we possibly can so until next time on the All-Rounders podcast for myself, Pila Sanders and Kaba, Nono Pongolo, and of course, Sia and Lunga on production. <laughs> See you next time.